Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. All right, shall we get down into the two doctors? Um, so, one of the reasons I did this is because Peter sent me a bunch of texts about it because I said I was thinking of watching it because of the returning showrunner and the returning doctor that everyone loves, you know, just like Russell T. Davis and David Tennant. We've got Robert Holmes and Patrick Troughton coming back to the show at a time when people were kind of getting a bit, a bit, sick of it um now these episodes were 45 minutes long so all of the episodes in this season season 22 uh were they were all two-parters because they're all essentially 90 minutes all up um except the two doctors is the three-parter it's the big one which what it would have been a six-parter back in the olden days um and it's the first time they've done this since like tom baker was in the show so once peter davison took over they only had four-part episodes and one two-part episode um, throughout the his run as the Doctor. And this was because Doctor Who had moved from Saturday afternoons to the evenings on, I think it was Tuesday and Wednesday or Monday and Tuesday. Anyway, they were... So the, the cliffhanger between two days was always, you know, a bit more light. Um because it was going to be on the next day. Uh, and then they moved it completely out of the way <laughs> uh, of the weekdays. In this uh, season, they moved it back to Saturdays, but with these big whopper episodes. And I've got to say, I don't think it really works. Um, anyway, uh, so the episode starts in black and white. Um, we've got the second Doctor and Jamie. Um, and Jamie says, look at the size of that one, Doctor. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like one of their running jokes, apparently, that they always used to say. Um, there's a space, there's a big space station on the TARDIS scanner. It, it turns to colour. It's not like, you know, we have to wait for Judy Garland to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Like, it becomes colour straight away. Um the doctor says uh, that they've dumped Victoria somewhere to learn graphology. I don't even know what that means. Um, and then the doctor yells at the sky and he's like, the Time Lords have installed a remote control. So apparently what happened was, because he wrote mostly for the third doctor, um, he wrote two 
Second Doctor episodes or stories. He wrote the Crotons and then I think the Space Pirates, um, neither of which are the best. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then he went and worked on the, um, I think his first one for the Third Doctor was the, uh, maybe the very first one? the spearhead from space um anyway he created the autons and did wrote heaps of stories during the the third doctor era where the whole thing was the time lords you know had stopped the doctor from traveling in the tardis and occasionally would send him somewhere on a mission um so robert holmes just got confused between those two things you know he's quite old (laughs) Um, like he passed away the next season uh, in the middle of writing uh, the Trial of a Time Lord finale. So, yeah, he's just forgot, uh, which means, you know, if you go, oh, yeah, he's forgotten, it's not a big deal. Um, we'll just pretend that it's fine. But, you know, people love a bit of continuity. So there is now, and there have been like, novels about this and it's a whole thing this idea of season 6b because at the end of the war games the doctor's you know going to have his face changed and be sent off um to earth to become john pertwee and jamie and zoe are going to forget they ever traveled with the doctor just like they'll remember the first time they met and that's all um whereas this kind of implies that the time lords and the doctor have been you know, talking to each other, even though the Doctor hadn't spoken to them until way later Um, because he mentions Victoria. So the theory is that um, before the Doctor gets (laughs) turned into John Pertwee, he's, you know, gone off and done all these adventures at the behest of the Time Lords. Um Personally, I like to think that this is something to do with division and that this is kind of an alternate timeline. This is a thing that I think um, would explain a lot of problems in Doctor Who continuity is that because the Time Lords can interfere and the Doctor themselves can interfere in the way time works, that there are different times when things can happen. Um, So, you know, the Doctor regenerates at one point, but then also concurrently the Doctor is getting old and having further adventures. I mean, it would explain why... The Fifth Doctor managed to have so many adventures in between all these big finishes and novels and things. Um, Because, you know... Watching the episodes, there's there's there are very few gaps, like because it ran a bit like a, a soap opera, except when Adric died, and I was like, oh, that was sad. Okay, let's go and get on a Concord now. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> I like to think because also you know Patrick Troughton's hair is grey now, and it was quite clearly black when he got regenerated into the the Third Doctor. So it's like you know it's somewhere in between. It's some kind of gap and it would be plausible um for the doctor to have regenerated but also not have regenerated like his schrodinger's <laughs> regeneration <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god this episode's barely started <laughs> and i've already gone on and on um 
Anyway, uh, the doctor's going to just materialise on the space station because it's like a big research facility uh, full of, you know, you know, cutting-edge scientists. And he's like, oh, no, I'll just sneak in because I'll be so popular, they'll all want my autograph. <laughs> and I just want to talk to Dastari. Um, so he squirts some oil <laughs> onto uh, a lever and then pushes it and then lands the TARDIS. Um, and then he just quickly grabs the remote control and... Uh, tells Jamie he just has to stand back and admire my diplomatic skills. Uh, there's a bloke with a scimitar and a turban who is furious that the TARDIS has landed in his kitchen. Uh, and when the doctor comes out, he says he's shock eye of the something or another. Uh, and the doctor's like, I'm not interested in the pedigree of an androgam. Uh, he says, I'm a time lord. And then he fumbles about behind him to grab a knife, but accidentally gets a cucumber. <laughs> Um, Shoko wants to know if Jamie uh, is a gift for Dastari. <laughs> Calls him a Tellurian. Um, Tellurian is one of Robert Holmes's uh, little peculiarities. It's what he always calls humans from the eyes of aliens. Um, uh, so Shokai wants to cook Jamie. Um, and so the doctor foists the cucumber at him and then they leave. Uh, the doctor tells Jamie that the androgums are the servitors, um, basically the staff on this station. And then they hear the TARDIS dematerialise. Then Servalan from Black 7 comes in, (laughs) Jacqueline Pierce, and says the group marshal won't like that. Uh, She says she's got the Kart's Rhymer module uh, and Stike is moving his forces are arriving. Okay, whatever any of that means. Um, Shokai wants to know if they enjoyed the meal. And apparently there's been some kind of poison in it, so he wasn't able to eat it himself. And uh, Servalan says that Dastari told her he'd surpassed himself, then laughs about them not living to remember it. Um, Dastari, who we've heard a lot about, uh, we finally meet him. He's wearing a silver jumpsuit, okay, and Roy Orbison glasses. Um, And he says the doctor came to the inauguration. Oh, uh, bringing greetings from Gallifrey. This is, yeah, this is clearly a whole lot of stuff's gone on with the second Doctor before he got regenerated. <laughs> or maybe, um, he, yeah, maybe when he went back to Gallifrey, he got kidnapped by the Division and this is all being done by the Division. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, I love that theory that I've just had. <laughs> um... The doctor says, look, I act on the Time Lord's instructions in exchange for my freedom. He's an exile, so they can deny having sent him. (laughs) Um, Apparently, the Time Lords want carts and rhymes stopped. Um, uh, Chassini... Uh, that's Servalan, Jacqueline Pierce. Her name's Chasini. Um, she asks if they want food, and Jamie says his dog does, but the doctor's like, one meal a day's enough. Um, then uh, <laughs> Dastari asks the doctor what he thinks of Chasini. She's an augmented androgam, and the he's brought her up to genius level, and the doctor's like, oh, you can't change nature. Oh, he says if you gave him monkey control, uh, it'd fill the world with bananas. Um, then Dastari uh, says they knew need new blood. He has this weird, creepy eugenics speech. Um, The doctor says, look, you could probably engineer an earwig to understand nuclear physics, but it'd be a very stupid idea. Hilarious. Okay, I'll continue watching The Two Doctors in the next episode.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.